Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Postponed. It is April 17th, 2019. And uh, the wheels are falling off a little bit, boys. Just a tad. We're, 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 getting, we're getting some chewing gum and uh, tape, getting them back together. Yeah, we're, we're trying our best to get it going, but uh, Daryl's not here today. Uh, we had more scheduling conflicts, but we wanted to it's get an episode. It's tax season, dude. It is it's tax, tax season. season. Yeah, he's got to do his taxes i guess <laughs> uh but this is my promise to you we're gonna have a full cast next week it's gonna be a banger Joel i, I feel it. it's gonna be a banger pc's here right now what's up pc what's going on guys alex is here Pito's. hey guys what's new with you buddy uh beer pitchers actually is new with me beer so pitchers? they're back they're back i'm just gonna say that where'd Went they go this weekend I feel like we haven't utilized them in a while. No, I have not. Yeah, I feel like it's it's just been it's been a, a decade or two, but they're back. Found a place for it was like six eighty five for a beer pitcher for Bud Light pitcher, and you get about six beers out of it. It was like a big pitcher, and they give you frosted mugs as well. According to my calculations, that's like a buck of beer. It's a buck of beer, and wow. then we played darts for five hours, and I won ten bucks off darts. So it was, I got free beer. That sounds pretty. It was good. a great night. Yeah. So I was just saying. Uh, beer pitchers are back. They're hot. Get them while you can. Yeah. You know what else is back? Uh, what's that? Charles, why don't you tell him who's back? Tiger Woods is back. Yes, he the is. The redemption. He is so far back, it's not even funny. Is it? Is it okay to say that now, Pedos, Tiger hater? That he's back? He's back. I never see this is the argument. I never said he was bad. I just, he's not the best. Okay. Is my can I say he's back? Oh, absolutely. All right. Absolutely, you could say he's back. He's back. He's going. That's, that's my. That was my other thing. He's never left. He left for like a year or two. There's a lot of a lot of people that were furious when people when he started playing well at the end of last year, and everybody would say Tiger's back. Oh, you can't say he's back until he's won something, and then he won the Tour Championship. Oh, you can't say he's back until he won a major. So, I just want to know if I'm allowed to say he's back. But no, you are. He's back. Not the best, but he's back. He's in the. He's in the hunt. All right, well, so now what are we hoping for, Chal? Grand Slam? Is that what we're shooting for? We shoot for a Grand Slam this year? I think he's going to win every tournament he plays in for the rest of his career. Is that too high of expectations? There's the nostalgia. It's back. (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't know if I want to shoot. I guess this goes hand in hand. If I'm shooting for a Grand Slam this year or or shoot for the, uh, the, 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 the majors record, I don't know. I guess if he gets the Grand Slam, he's... He ties it, so it's a great start. Yep. Did you watch the entire thing on Sunday? Yes. Well, I woke up about 10. So I saw Tiger. I think I watched him from hole three on. Nice. Yeah. I had the um, like the app, so they just showed the, um, the like featured. featured groups and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So it was just that group, and then the uh, they'd fill on for a while, and then um, they switched it up to a couple different ones. But, yeah. Um, a major thing that's being overlooked is just how bad Molinari choked just because everyone's talking about Tiger so he got he couldn't have picked a better time to choke it was a little weird right kind of like a little on purpose it's kind of weird yeah everyone said before that day he wasn't he never chokes and then 
all of a sudden one guy chokes? Uh, well, <laughs> there's actually, I'm a tiger hmm. guy. I'm a tiger guy, but there's a conspiracy <laughs> that, so th- basically the four contenders on Sunday were Tony Finau, yep. Francesco Molinari, yep. uh, and Brooks Kepka, yep. and Tiger. All Nike guys. Yep. <laughs> so, And Brooks Kapka was waiting for him at the end of it. I saw that. Yeah. Gave him a big hug. The only thing that makes me uh, throw that theory out the window is that Kapka was like clearly not choking. He was, he was. He choked his last putt. Yeah. That wouldn't have got him with a win, but it would have got him within one. Put pressure on Tiger. Oh, if he would have made that putt, uh, who knows how Tiger would have played 18, but if he would have made that putt, technically, that's a playoff. Tiger might have played right. 18 differently if he knew he had to par it, so he still might have won. But yeah, hmm. I love a good conspiracy. I guess it was a uh, a pine cone that stopped that ball. The first one that went in the water. Oh, really? That's what I read. It was a single pine cone. That's knock it down. That. That's gonna be worth some money. <laughs> you know, another thing I was thinking. You guys see? Did you guys watch like kind of like his cel- Tiger celebrate with his family and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch the like interview, but I saw him like walk off and stuff. Do you th- do you think his kids realize how good he was, or do you think they kind of just think he's a loser? Basically, I mean, he's I mean, been he's, a, he's been a loser all their life. Right. I was gonna say his son's like nine, so he definitely was that guy who just never spent time with his family, trying to live his dreams when he's way past his age. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to. They have to have seen like the videos over and over again, right? Yeah. I. Right. I mean, even even me. I'm what am I? Twenty five years old. I don't even think I realized how good he was until today. I heard the stat that this was the first major he's ever come from behind to win. Like, that's insane. He's won 15 times and he's never come from behind. I think it was on Sunday. He, every Sunday that every major that he's won, he was the leader on Sunday, starting out, and he just that is crazy. So he just hmm. really just dominated everybody. A little weird that this one <laughs> he was behind for one time, huh? A little weird, huh? Oh, it was he was due. Oh, due, due, due. Yeah, got yeah, it, got it, got it. Like D U E. Yeah. Like dues and money and fees, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Greatest comeback in the history of sports, though. No, shut your mouth. Shut <laughs> yes. the podcast. Agreed. Down. That's the that was the only thing that fired me well, up on no, Sunday. Right. I could have cared less that Tiger won. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. I brought this up because I want to bring something up with you. I don't know how I feel about them saying it's the greatest comeback of all time either. Mm-hmm. I think it was awesome. But you should think it's the greatest comeback of all time because you were one of the people saying that he was dead, he was never going to win again, and he might never even golf again. So to come back from being I never dead, said he wasn't going to golf again. Well, you said he was dead and he was never going to win again. So Right. For With all the other ESPN analysts. Exactly. But okay. there's people that would like, make him the greatest comeback ever. He's you said he was dead. It's pretty good he's to come back bon- from the I dead. I think the Boston Red Sox have a better comeback. They were down three nothing. This guy he came, that's dead. He couldn't walk. Uh, see. He could not walk. No, he's played how long has he been playing for the last three years? Uh my point is from from the opinions of all the Tiger haters five years ago mm-hmm. and to what he just did is the greatest comeback it should be in in the haters minds because they uh, thought he was the, the low of low never even gonna sniff uh uh even maybe making the cut how people were talking right. 
Two, so. two points on that real quick. Yeah. One is, so it goes to the Tiger supporters, is if you call him the best, then it shouldn't be the greatest comeback of all time. Well, I'm I, just going to reverse that on you because if you guys always thought he was the best, then that's he's just winning a major is what he's supposed to be doing. Right. And that's what I said right. when I started is that I, I don't know if I, I really feel like it's the greatest comeback of all time because I to me, Tiger Woods is a freaking superhero. So I, I knew this was always a possibility. But right. for the Question two that, real fast okay. on that point. Number two is, so you're saying because of injury, I should think it's the greatest comeback of all time. Sure. Right? Injury, scandal, whatever. But the fact well, that... You can't throw... That's his fault, the scandal. It is. It doesn't, uh, that it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter how, why you thought he was low or dead or never going to win again. Right. I'm just saying the people that thought he was dead and never going to win again, and right. then they're twisting it now to saying it's not the best comeback ever. It just It's just contradictory. Well, that, no, because I would put then I would put Peyton Manning up. I wouldn't even think Peyton Manning might be higher. He broke his neck and then he won the Super Bowl the next year. I know he wasn't the best his full, he wasn't his best form, but neither was Tiger, and he had to deal with thirty other players. But do you understand how that's that's similar to Tiger Woods? No, I am. That's what I'm. That's what I'm arguing. Okay. I'm well, saying I, if, I don't think Peyton Manning's the best comeback ever, but you're saying it's due to injuries and being lowly. Then I would put maybe him above Tiger. All right. Well. I don't think we're going to Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. Yeah, I think I think Warriors is up there too. No, <laughs> it is not. Look at yeah, quick point to that is Tiger won against who was who finished second Brooks Kepka? Yesterday? Or yeah. the Masters? Yeah, it was Brooks. Okay. Brooks, and it was like there was LeBron three James came back from 3-1 on the greatest team in NBA history at that time. That's I, that's a little I, better comeback. I understand, but whatever. I I made my point. I get what and you're you saying. You made your point. I just wanted to get it on the airwaves. Um, I guess that's all we have for an intro. Great weekend. Absolutely great weekend. We had Masters. Great weather. Thrones, great weather. Which we're going to get to later. A little, little sneak peek. But, a little NBA playoff drama, too. It's pretty crazy out there. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah a lot of upsets. Check it out. Good upsets. Blue Jackets up 3 nothing on the greatest regular season hockey team it ever was. Yeah, see? It's a good comeback story. Are they playing the one seed? I haven't even been. Who are they playing? The Tampa Bay Lightning. They are a one seed. Yes. That's that's awesome. It's it is actually incredible. But uh, hopefully they close it out. Uh, let's get into what we do best and answer some questions. All right, guys. Topic number one: Which professional sport would be the easiest for a no? for a normal person to play in without being a complete liability to the team. All right, so this is a kind of a shout out to a couple of my friends I golfed with last weekend, Bob and John. Uh when we were on the course, this was a question that we just brought up naturally and we kind of discussed, so I wanted to see uh what you guys thought as well. My my initial reaction on the course uh was baseball. Uh what do you guys think? Um, I was going to say, so I was a little up in the air on mine. I'd probably have to say golf because it's proven this weekend, 40 year old dads with less hair than Rufus from Kim Possible can win these things. Okay. But golf I'd have to go either base. You got your shot in. <laughs> it has to be a team sport. Uh, yeah, I know. I would probably actually say, I was like between baseball or soccer, but I was thinking soccer, maybe a little more. Oh, I don't know the intricacies of soccer, but maybe. I Chal, go ahead before I make some points there, bud. I would say baseball. I would agree with baseball. Yeah. 
So the only reason I have against baseball, the only thing that separated it for me is baseball. So say you, you probably put them in right field, right? I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but, but there's still good enough hitters to be able to tap it into right field every time. That okay. And get a so base that's hit. a good point. But I was thinking about the sw- or what was it called? The um, shift. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, it's very hard. I feel like, I mean, if if it's a if it's a average Joe pitcher, you can do that. But mm-hmm. the pitchers being major league pitchers really hurts that argument. I feel like. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. But I guess yeah. I guess I was thinking more of a. Uh, if it's a one-game situation, like I said, it was like tooth and nail. The only thing with soccer is because I know they keep defenders back. There's like uh, there's people on offense and people on defense. Mm-hmm. So if you have one liability guy on defense, he could still run around with his head cut off and maybe just <laughs> kick a ball out of the way. <laughs> and they could they could cover him, I feel like, a lot better than a whole right field. Uh, the old – oh, you weren't on the team. So we had an intramural team, uh, and there was this one kid in, in the intramural group. So it was like four of us guys that like were – we thought we were decently athletic and then some random kid that nobody knew super unathletic just a crazy guy so mm-hmm. on defense we had to have a the defensive play box plus one where it was just are you talking about basketball yeah oh okay where it was just the four four guys that were athletic yeah in the ball in like a triangle or right. a, in a square and then the one kid would just run around and chase the ball <laughs> the whole time Ball hounded him. He was hounded him. It actually wasn't sounds a bad like shoot. That sounds like me right there. <laughs> but yeah. Did you do well? Uh, we did well because, yeah, we were just better than everybody else in the intramurals because yeah. all the all the good players actually played basketball, like you. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, I, I think that makes sense soccer wise. It's kind of the same as hockey. You have defenders that kind of just hang back and protect the net. But right. I, I just don't know. Like I said, I don't know enough about soccer or hockey to know if somebody can really expose those players. I don't think hockey at all because you have to skate. No, it's true. Yeah, if it's a normal definitely not. Guy, he's not gonna yeah. be able to skate. Yeah. Uh, but I think soccer, because yeah, you could just you just have to get in the way rather than actually doing a skill. In baseball, you have to bat too. So well, gonna, how many outs is that going to be? Four guaranteed outs. Yeah, three or four. But the one thing I I said about it on the course when we were talking about it is. There's a ton of times where the Mike Trout will go 0 for 4, and I mean it's not that big of a deal. It just happens. Like that's true. Uh, the only argument that was a very good argument from the the guys I was talking with is that if you're put a two outs bottom of the ninth, base yeah. is loaded. I mean you lose every time. That's and yeah. you're the biggest liability. So absolutely. That's and then, yeah, in soccer, unless you're the goalie, you're never going to be on that island. Right. Um. The answers from the other guys though were actually tossed they were tossing around basketball and football. I think basketball's a terrible answer. I think basketball's one yeah. the 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 hardest sport to play. Yeah. If you you're can, a I feel like you can expose one hundred percent. Yeah. But there's no way you could cover a good five man team. Right. If but, you're basketball. But the the football argument was put put him at wide receiver. You still have to cover him. You can't just leave somebody completely wide open, and just. I run. mean, do you though? Like, I, imagine having Ed Reed. Imagine if Ed Reed's back, he would just have to stand 15 feet by me, and I'm gonna drop every catch. There's no way I'm catching a ball when I know Ed Reed's somewhere in the vicinity. Oh, uh, I don't know if you knew. If you knew you could just catch it and fall down, run out 10 yards, catch the ball and fall down. You would still. You would not be scared of Ray Lewis. I'd you be knew, scared, you but I think I would. I could do it. Oh, I don't know if I could do it. I mean, it's definitely, I could definitely see it's a good argument. 
I think, I think could, I'd piss my pants. I think they could uh, probably like alternate when they come and cover you and when they don't, and then you would just be screwed. Your head exactly. Would be so You're looking at the ball. It's like just throw. It's like the game jackpot. They're just throwing it up to you. <laughs> You don't know where they're coming from. You want to slant across the middle. Ed Reed's coming (laughs) at you. (laughs) You're telling me you're catching that ball. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. No, I think baseball and soccer would be the would be the two best because I think just easiest to hide somebody. I don't think football or basketball you can really. Well, hear hear me out. Does this count? Football, special teams. Ooh. Does that count? Ooh. Because that's the easiest then for sure. Just throw someone on special teams. He could clog a hole. I think you have yeah, to count it, right? I kind of like that one. Yeah, I think it would have to be that then. Football special teams, though. Yeah, it's long snapper. So I, I long would say snapper because you don't even have to freaking – you don't have to do anything. Long snapper? You want to snap? Well, I mean, I guess you'd have to assume that you'd be able to do that. <laughs> so that's a bad answer. <laughs> I don't know but, about that one. I wouldn't touch long snapper. Yeah, but you don't have to hit anybody or, or get hit. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But I would probably have to say, would have now receiving or kicking team special teams? I would say mm-hmm. receiving. You just fair catch every time. Oh no! Why, why do you? Why do you think you have to touch the ball? I would just put them on the front line. True. Just not block anyone. Yeah, and then you could just leave it kicking go or fair team, catch it. They kind of like jog down a little bit. Maybe. That's what I was thinking. Kicking team and clog a hole, and that's it. You don't even have to try and tackle them. Spill the gap. Yeah. All right. Topic number two: toilet paper under or over. Ooh. All right. So I'm definitely going to go with under on yeah. this one. Okay. Okay. Why? <laughs> Is that, are uh, you an over guy? Yes, I'm an over guy. <laughs> I'm a human being. Well, me personally, I'm a, it doesn't matter which way, but I prefer under, I guess, because I'm a, I'm a one-handed rip guy. One- and with the one-handed rip, when you go under, you could hit it on the side of the uh, toilet paper holder which gives it a nice clean rip. If you have the over and you try to one-hand rip it, the whole thing just starts unraveling. You are the you first person up. in the world that has ever made me even think that mm-hmm. under makes any bit of sense. Yup, because you got that nice that nice stopper, so it just rips the perforated edge on the toilet paper nice and easy. Wow. Because you got your phone in one hand for sure, and then you're ripping the other with the other hand. I've never heard that in my life, but it makes a ton of sense. Did I get you? I don't think you got me because it's... <sighs> I hate it so much, but at <laughs> least you have a reason, and it Thanks. actually makes sense. Appreciate it. Why are you over? It's just like normal. Why would you? Why would you put the thing you're reaching for farther away from you? First of all, I mean, that doesn't make sense to me. And you gotta like, it's just weird. I don't. It just seems. So you don't have a reason. I don't have a reason at all, other than it just seems weird. So, okay, what if the toilet? Because some of the, are you are you a public pooper? Sure, I don't. I'm not afraid. Right. So some sometimes those those things are pretty close to you, the walls. Mm-hmm. So the toilet paper you could be ripping by your thigh if it's over, whereas you still got a couple inches when it's under. A couple inches leeway to rip. <laughs> I don't have any issues with ripping the toilet paper. <laughs> I'm just. Saying I, I don't sometimes. mind. I don't mind using both hands. Would you? Use, are you a two hander or one hander? I'll use two hands. I mean, I guess. Right. Okay, that's different. If you're a one-hander, good luck trying to rip that when what it's you, over. What are you doing with your other hand? You're hands? ripping with your phone in your hand, like all the time. No, well, I mean, I feel like it's most millennials who are ripping with phone Wait, in hand. You are ripping and wiping with your phone in your hand. No, I don't know about wiping. Ripping at least, and then maybe the phone goes away. But sometimes, probably, I can't say I don't. I mean, probably happened once or twice. Oh. Well, 
Oh, you do, are you not? What I, do you do? I don't. When you go, I don't think I have my phone in my hand. I don't even know. But I have. So you're gonna get me to convert, and I'm gonna. I'm not gonna like this. <laughs> right, how about this one? How about this one? Because you said the closeness. Yeah. We're we're thinking number two right now. Imagine number one, and then you have friends over. That's just closer to the splash zone. So you might get random person's urine on your toilet paper. Oh, it's still getting on the toilet paper. Just ah, that what inch or two could that could be some nice gravity pull. <laughs> you never know, man. The one the one argument that really hurts the under people. Did you ever see the the thing that went viral? It's the actual p- picture of the patent document of the toilet paper roll. Mm, it has no. it. It has it over. So hmm. that's technically the right way to do it, but I guess it's still an argument. Yeah, you can. I mean, again, I'm gonna adapt. As long as there's toilet paper there, I'm fine. I'm not gonna freak out, but I would, I would prefer under. Chal, clean rip, man. Chal, have you said? Have you said your choice? I do over, but I, again, I don't have a great reason. I, I really like Alex's under. I like his justification because I have I have done a one-handed rip and it has like unraveled like half of the toilet paper roll. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. That's no good. Mm-hmm. It's I, tough. I then you got to roll go it back up. One-hand rip. I usually I don't I usually don't have my phone in my hand. So so you guys are two-hand rippers. Yeah. Well, yep. because we go over. I that's think. that's mind-blowing to me. I don't think I'm a. There's no way I would use my left hand whenever I rip. Yeah, I'll try anything once, so I'll report back next yeah. week. Yeah, let me know how it goes. Yeah. All right. All right. It's uh, it's just me and Pedos right now. Best buds. Can't wait, dude. Best, best buds. Uh, the reason why it's just us is because Daryl and Chal do not watch Game of Thrones. And we want to have a little uh, Thrones talk here with yep. our segment, appropriately named Set the Throne. Set in the Throne, man. That's a Pedos original. That is Thank an original you. trademarks on that. Don't try stealing it, anybody. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about uh, the new season, season eight, episode one just was released uh, on Sunday. So if you have not watched it, stop listening right now. Go to the description. <laughs> And look when this segment ends and go to that number. Yes. And keep listening. Um, also, we realize that our podcast is just a mess of things that we just like to talk about. Mm-hmm. We have no identity right now. We're identityless. Right. But we don't care. Not at all. Because we love thrones. We love sports. And we love debating. And we love you guys. And we love you guys. Mm-hmm. So... Let's jump into it. All right, buddy. We're here. Dude, I'm, I love it. I'm excited. You've had a very long wait. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, am a Game of Thrones rookie, and I binged the whole series within the last two months. Hey, you know what, though? That some some would say that's better, because you, you had a lot more refreshing memories than I did. Right. Uh, this is the first time where I've had to wait for an episode, and I don't like it. <laughs> You're probably freaking out. Imagine this was, I think this season was a year and a half or two years we had to wait. 
I can't imagine that. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine waiting. It was, uh, I think I said 17 months, 19 months yep. or something. Yep. That's crazy. You just got to go on with your life and just be depressed until it comes back, until you hear that music. Yes. Yep. So, what? first of all, what did you think of the episode? So, I understand that it's the last season, so I gave it a little leeway. I mean, they rushed. They had to rush everything, even with Seven. That was still my biggest problem, that everyone's like meeting up. Just like they just walk across the road. Oh, hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Which I understand. But other than that, I think it was awesome, except for one scene I did not like. But we'll get into that later. This episode did kind of feel like just a big family reunion and just mm-hmm. montage of people meeting each other. Right. Uh, it was clearly a big setup. Everyone had to, to get where they need to be to to have everything unfold the way it needs to unfold for their whatever storyline they want to proceed with. But... There was, as we were going through and preparing for this, there actually was a lot that happened. I didn't realize. There was a ton that happened. That's why I think that was the one thing I do like about this is I think this is going to be the only setup episode. Now it's just going to be nuts. Right. I heard somebody equate it to, uh, this is not my take because it's so good. I don't want to take credit for it. But they said it's going to be exactly like March Madness was this year, where the first round was very bland, basically not many upsets. But because of that, you had so many good teams moving forward that from that point on, it was awesome. Mm. Uh, so hopefully that's kind of kind of how this season goes. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good take. I like that one. I'm still yeah. yeah, I know. Um, so I guess we'll jump right into it. We, we opened up the episode. First of all, actually, the thing that you pointed out to me was the, the intro. Mm-hmm. There was some... some cryptic things in there big cryptic things which i did kind of realize and then realized a lot more after i read some stuff on it but in the beginning of the episode when it starts off with a little kid running in which kind of looks like he's running away from stuff but then we see he's running towards something and it's towards the army of john and um denarius which is mm-hmm. the same exact thing would happen in episode one of season one when they were when aria was running to see robert baratheon and his army so it's mm-hmm. eerily similar Yes, um, we had just a sea of unsullied walking through, um, I guess, the, the barren wasteland towards Winterfell. Dothraki were there, uh, John and, and Daenerys finally coming, or Daenerys finally coming to the north. And uh, like Pito said, there was a lot of similarities there between season one. Um, that led right into... Sansa and Daenerys going at it. Yes, that might be my favorite thing of this episode is the rivalry. The rivalry's on and it's hot and it's gonna get it's gonna get crazy, I think. I am so far on the side of Team Sansa. It's same. Even, yeah. Dude, I, I wish you would watch before because like if you would have been like up with it where you had to wait, people used to hate on Sansa, including me. She was really? the worst person for a while. She's, she has grown up mm-hmm. quite a bit. And, she well, is deadly. Understandably so. She's been through arguably... Mm, her and Theon have been through probably the worst yeah. bit bit of stuff. In I'm going to have to go with Reek, but Sansa's yeah. a 1B. Sansa's got the, got the like a little higher up version of it. She had to live through everyone too. Yeah, but she... Yeah, Reek, Reek had it real bad. But Sansa had both... 
both of the worst characters she was involved with. In the yeah, show. that's most, true. Most evil characters she yeah, was she, directly involved with. She got a yeah. good old Joffrey on her side too. But yeah, I mean, definitely. She's definitely, I would say, top two. I've always, thing. this might be shocking, but I've always hated the the Daenerys, ty- or Daenerys story the most out of out of any storyline going on. Like Really? Early on when they would cut to her and like with Khal Drogo mm-hmm. and in Marine, I just, I didn't like any of that with the weird dude in that, <laughs> that Who's one. Who's the weird dude? The dude that would like evaporate and then show up somewhere else. Oh, that like, um, the they went to that temple. Whatever. I forget what it was yeah. called. Yeah, the House of Horrors or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, that I guy was like, weird. Like, I, I yeah, don't... I didn't like when it got to where she was the leader. Her early with the um, Dothraki, I liked kind of. It wasn't the best storyline, but it wasn't worse. I think Sansa was, was worse. I hated her, how she wanted to be queen and did anything the Lannister said. And But... Yeah. Uh, I feel like they're... They're either going... Uh, this is bad take. I'm saying they're either going <laughs> to do this or that. But they're, it feels like they're setting up for John versus Daenerys now. That they're not going to be on the same team. I don't think they will be. I think that's a great think? take. Yeah, I think at some point they're going to have to go against each other. I think Daenerys, as much as people think she's for the greater good, I don't think she is at all. I think she mm-hmm. is just as power hungry as the rest of the Targaryens. Yeah, I then it's it's slowly chipping away, and people like they're basically chipping away at the viewer too, because like they're I chipping mean, away our blinders. I feel like, and now we're all seeing more and more. And you know who's doing this? Sansa, she's showing yes. us, yep. which is crazy. Uh, she. If she was really about the greater good, breaker of chains, all that, I don't understand why she was so adamant that John had to bend the knee. It 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 doesn't align with that that thought process. No, it doesn't. And th- again, it's getting pointed out. And which this is going to lead to one of my points I wanted to get to today was so if you which you've seen it. So what I think is what I realized because I just watched it right before this cast again. Mm-hmm. And John and Sansa switched, like completely now. Because in the beginning of the series, Sansa was just wanted to be the side chick, just wanted uh, to be the yeah. queen, did anything to get to there, wanted to be in romantic relationship. And John was the complete opposite, where he hated women, he didn't even think about women. And now John's in love, and it's clog- it's clouding his uh, thought process compared to Sansa, who's like, how are we going to feed these people? She's literally the better leader right now. Yeah, and he's getting a ton uh, i guess i don't know if it was a ton but he's getting uh blowback for his choice oh hard absolutely dude those northerners those guys are some loyal dudes yeah there was no chance he was just gonna come back and they're like ah, yeah, cool <laughs> yeah cool oh dragon's tail. we'll take him yeah they set up they set up the i mean all of season what was that season seven was john struggling with the idea of bending the knee to her right so it'd be real dumb if he just came back and they're like oh yeah that's cool i mean we don't care <laughs> right in his defense so, is though it's got to be the hardest for him because he's since the beginning been the only one that's like besides some random characters have seen the white walkers so yes. like these people don't understand especially sansa i'm gonna go against her a little bit here is like he knows what's coming and no one else does like it literally doesn't matter who's king right now yeah yeah i was thinking that too and it and in the defense of all these people, I would probably be the same way. Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. If, so I mean, yeah, it's I don't know. 
kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a, not a smart man, but like today's problems, I feel like, like the climate and everything, no one cares. They just care about their day to day stuff. But once they see it, not affecting you at the time, they don't care. Yeah. So I definitely could see why the Northerners are pushing back, but they got to get, they got to get going. But John's got to go back to old John. I I can't deal with this. You know where we're getting to the John and Khaleesi dragon ride. I can't, I can't do that. (laughs) That's the worst scene in the, in the show. That's the worst storyline in the show so far. Yeah, you didn't. You were not. A, I, me and Pitos watched this together, so uh, yeah, I I knew he was not a fan of this. Oh scene my god, it, it he wasn't was even very vocal about it. <laughs> I heard it was like exactly from the movie How to Train Your Dragon. Did you see about anything about that? No. Yeah, it's like picture for picture. There's like a brown-haired kid that rides his dragon, and then he falls in love with this blonde-haired girl, and they like kiss by a waterfall. <laughs> it's it all in cartoon. So. It's you're right. It was a bad scene. I, I agree with you 100. percent But it seemed so bad or so forced or just misplaced right. that there has to be a reason they filmed it, right? There's and the only thing I could think of is that dragon, that little <laughs> moment that John had where he was banging or making out of the thing. Oh my god! What show are you watching? Oh, I thought I thought maybe it was implied that they were banging. Yeah, they that's true. Um, he was just banging that dragon's mom right in front of him. Yeah. And he I gave him that weird if, side eye. Yes. I don't know if that was significant or not. That's the only thing I could think of. So I definitely think it was. To me, though, like the first time I watched it, I didn't really catch much. I thought he was just being protected. The second time I started to like look at his face and mm-hmm. I can't tell if he's smiling or not, the dragon, because it kind of looks like he's smiling. Oh, which like means he's happy or like a manic, like a like no, a like an evil smile. one. No, not like yeah. the Joker smile. Like, I'm, no, gonna, no. I'm gonna roast you later. <laughs> I think to me, he realizes, oh, that's a Targaryen. Right when he let him ride him too. Yeah, which, they really missed the mark on. They they didn't even address the show. Didn't even address that he was a Targaryen there. Like right. I heard. I I was I was consuming a lot of Game of Thrones content today like podcasts and stuff radio shows so right some of these takes are coming from these people but something like john should have said something some like remark like oh i feel like i could have been doing this my whole life or maybe i'm a targaryen not maybe not that obviously not <laughs> that maybe i'm a targaryen <laughs> i feel like i could be a targaryen <laughs> I feel like it should have been, if anyone, Daenerys should have said something. I mean, it's her family history. She grew up on that. She knew yeah. that only Targaryens can ride dragons. So right. wouldn't that, like, shock her? She would literally just be like, climb on up. Yeah. I think she's into the incest thing. I think she knows. You think she knows? But she has well, to. John, like, was very nonchalant about when he found out that he was her nephew you know See, i don't know if that hit him yet are you talking about when he, he found he out he wasn't the even thinking catacombs? that he was just thinking the, the king thing. yeah i think he th- i don't think it hit him yet because i mean there's no way he just keeps that face and <laughs> he finds out he's banging his aunt yeah i guess that might not be your first thought that probably be my first thought i don't know uh, i don't know i feel like it'd be they're just throwing another crown on him i mean that dude's got like three crowns in three weeks yeah, and that's he doesn't want any f- of them. Right, that's got to be his first thought. Now he's got to rule the seven kingdoms and fight Cersei and Daenerys. And he's going to be like, oh, wait. Because I don't know if he even knows like the Targaryen lineage. I'm sure they all like know somewhat, but yeah, I don't know I don't if know. he would know. 
Sam is a. Uh, if he would that be the most shocking thing if Sam goes like dark, dark side? That would be like, awesome. They're kind of like <sighs> the the pieces are there if they want to go that way. Yeah, that'd be so awesome, dude. I would definitely be down to it. Um, I think I would hate it. I mean, it would suck, but that's that's what I love about the show. That's why I think Cersei's one of my favorite characters. I hate her so much, but she makes the show. Yeah. Do you think Do you think Sam has it in him to kill Daenerys? No, but no. I think he's going to do the mental game on Jon, if anything. Whereas he what keeps do you mean? feeding him, like basically like manipulating and propaganda that she's bad. Someone brought up a really good point. I think it might even been you um, that when Sam went down into the crypt to tell Jon the truth about his mother that John was going to believe him because uh, Daenerys had just told him that she killed her dad and brother and that maybe it was just like a way to get John against Daenerys. Right. I, I mean, I still think that could be in play because yeah. like John does, or Daenerys doesn't know John's secret yet. So right when he, he's got to tell her at some point, she's going to be like, oh, literally two minutes before and I told him I killed his whole family. So don't now, believe that guy. Let me ask you this. Yeah. If you were John. Mm-hmm. Would you tell Daenerys that you know? If I was John and going for the crown, no. If he didn't care, I, I. If he didn't care about the incest, which we don't know if he does or not, right? And he's actually in love with her. And you think that's going to ruin his chances of continuing the relations? Maybe he just keeps that one to himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I do, but I don't because that's the Targaryen way is incest. They often married brothers and sisters. Oh yeah. So I mean, if they they might be into it. I mean, John, if he's realizing, oh, maybe I am a Targaryen because I love making love to my family. That also might be one of those those pick your battle type things. Where right. He knows. Once I tell Daenerys this, that I'm the real king, it's gonna be me versus her. Maybe I just, I just keep that to myself. Just keep just this keep one banging. in my back pocket. Yeah. yeah. So I was saying, like, the big brother thing, like, if he wants the king, I wouldn't, I would keep her as close as possible until the end to be like, oh, wait, JK, I'm actually the closest bloodline, and now I'm sitting yeah. on the throne, sorry. So we have a, we're, we're doing a poll, you're you're included as well, obviously. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Well, you already are included. No, I know, cool, cool, cool. Where <laughs> <laughs> um, we had, to, it was like a pick your, bunch of prop questions, and the obviously the biggest question was, who's going to be king? And I... I put down Tyrion and then I put John as his hand because I think that John is going to be basically like a, a George Washington type deal where he is, he gets the crown, he gets the throne, but gives it up. And I think he would give it to Tyrion as long as he's still alive. I can definitely see that. I don't know. They, they had that thing in like season one, like the first time they met and they were both one was a bastard, one was a dwarf. I can just see that being kind of like the the storyline at the end there. The thing, oh, dude, I, I just there's something inside me saying I don't think John or Daenerys are gonna make it. Neither but, of them. Uh, dude, I mean, I could see it. it. Wouldn't that make for the best show? That would be very surprising. My best that's... ending is Cersei stays on the throne. Would be my best ending. That'd be insane. Well, well, let's move on to that scene. Wait, before we move on, real quick, I don't know if you saw okay. this or not. I had one last thing for the. For the listeners too, I don't know if they saw it. When Sam told John, did you see like the um, symbolism when they're in the tombs? Because I didn't see this till after the show. 
where uh go ahead about ned yes yes i did see that so you did see that so for the listeners if you haven't seen it yet in season one ned stark and john snow are talking and ned goes the next time i see you i'll tell you all about your mother i promise and that was the last time john snow saw ned before he got decapitated and then he went back to see ned's statue and that's where he was told about his mother it's kind of weird yeah, that is. I wonder if they. I was intentional, or someone oh, else. It's got to be picked up on that. But that's very cool. Uh, that was yeah. That writing. was awesome when I read that. Yeah. Um. So we were gonna move on to Cersei, and her weird <laughs> scene. With, I uh, don't. With the crusty crab himself. Yes. <laughs> Mutton chop looking boy. Um. So, Euron delivers the Golden Company uh, without the elephants. Without the elephants. I don't know why that was so significant. I wonder if that's going to come back and play. I have no idea. I feel like it's got to. She uh, just kept saying it. And Euron is on a a mission to bang Cersei. That's pretty much the only thing he wants. Dude, like. he, he could have White Walkers on his ship. He's still trying to get to that girl. <laughs> he might he might just sail back to the Iron Islands now because he's already done what he wants. <laughs> I mean, he might. That'd be incredible. Because then he'll um, face uh, Yara over there. Yeah, so he basically just straight up asks her if yes. he can bang her. Yes. And Cersei says, um, if you want a whore, buy her. If you want a queen, earn her. Mm-hmm. And then walks away. Mm-hmm. And then 20 seconds later, lets Euron bang her. So mm-hmm. cool quote there, Cersei, but uh, <laughs> didn't really last long. Yeah. Uh, I just really don't know what her motive is. Any any thoughts there? I, I have one. And I don't I feel like we discussed this after we watched it. Mm-hmm. Or I might have read it. I don't know. It's definitely not my original thought. But Cersei so the big the big thing with her is is she pregnant or not, right? Right. So I was thinking or someone was thinking and I read it, but um she let Euron make sweet love to her because and in public where everyone saw it. Well not the love part, but he went to her room where like what's mm-hmm. his name? Quinburn. Quinburn, where he Kyburn, uh, Kyburn, <laughs> where he saw. Anyway, he saw Euron go with Cersei, so I was feeling like now she's gonna say that it's Euron's baby, and not Jamie's. That's that is where exactly where my head went to as mm-hmm. well, but I don't, I still can't figure out why. Just to cover up, Jamie, like everybody knows that that's happening, right? That's true. I don't know. I honestly couldn't tell you one. Maybe against her prophecy, but then I thought her prophecy said she will only bear three children with, and they'll all have blonde crowns, right? Right. I don't know. I, I also no don't think Cersei's pregnant. So, yeah, somebody somebody brought up the point that she was drinking wine as like yes. a like a sign that she's not pregnant. I don't buy that. I don't mm-hmm. think. I mean, I yeah, think I think wine was the water. Fetal alcohol syndrome <laughs> back then. <laughs> Wine was definitely their water, but do you think she's pregnant? I do. I, I, because I just I don't see. Right now, it's not the 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 pieces aren't making sense to me for why she would either lie about it or lie about whose baby it is. Uh so I just I'm just assuming she's pregnant until I can figure out why she wouldn't be. I think the biggest reason she lied was in last season when she, because I mean. She, She's this, probably the smartest person in the show, right? At least yeah. I would say so. There's no way she doesn't Size know what Tyrion. she's doing. Well, with Tyrion, when he and her meet, when they all meet up in King's Landing, 
and she mm-hmm. holds her stomach, looks away, and like rubs it. There's no way that's not planned to get into Tyrion's head, be like, "Oh my god, my sister's pregnant." Yeah, and then well, that that right, gets them off Tyr- their shores. Tyrion did say that that's the reason why he exactly. trusts her motive. Right, that's the reason why he they left that council meeting they had in season seven. Daenerys and everyone left her away because they believed her because she was pregnant. Right. She wasn't pregnant. Man. There's no way they'd believe her. Man, she's a she's a she's a genius, dude. She would win Big Brother in a bitch. heartbeat. She would win Big Brother in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh yeah. She's so she gets in everyone's head. It's unreal. I just want to touch on this real quick because this was one of my my bold predictions mm-hmm. uh, before the season. Gendry and Arya. That's a lock. Yeah, I that's definitely them, a lock. I predicted them they would get married at the end of the show. So as long as they're both alive, who knows? Maybe she'll kill him. And then I'll just do it right wrong. <laughs> Where his face accounts. She's wearing right. his face accounts. Do you, I think, do you, yeah. hear, the, do you hear the theories that uh, Arya's dead? And it's the uh, that little girl, the waif. Oh, like uh, what's her? his name's uh, like little yeah, helper? His, like his, yeah, his scribe or whatever. Yeah. What's that guy's name now? Um, I always Jacqueline Hagar? It. Yes, Jacqueline Hagar. Yeah. So Really? Yeah. I mean, that could def- I could definitely see it. I have a bold... Oh, I forgot to put it in the poll. No, <laughs> dang it. It's Uh-oh. been my bold theory since be- like before last season. What is it? Uh, maybe not before last season, but it's been my bold theory for a while. Oh my God, I'm so pissed I didn't put it in the poll. Um, So, you know, Jacqueline Hagar. Yes. Okay, so I wish I had all the my points I made before, but um, you know the guy that trained Arya in season one with her sword? Sirio Pharrell? Yes, that's Jacqueline Hagar. Because, uh, and... Some, you're going to be mad because somebody that. else put that in the Is poll that, that we're both in. No, it's somebody, it's a random person. Well, Sound pissed. Random. Random that, was, that was, yeah, dude, because there's a there's a little trail, like a very minuscule trail, even in uh, Barrick. Barrick talks about it too. Really? But yes, because they all... Not worship, but their biggest enemy is the the death, the god of death, mm-hmm. and they all mention it and they all say the same thing, or like Pharrell. literally almost word for word. And the big thing with Cyril Pharrell is, and what do we say to the god of death? Not today. And mm-hmm. then Jacqueline Hagars talks about death being the only enemy, and then Barrick in season six, I think six or seven, might be seven, talks about how not today. He doesn't he say that? Yeah, yeah, and he says death's the only enemy they need to fight. Every time he dies, yeah. Oh my goodness, dude, it's sick. I think Jacqueline Hagar is everywhere, oh but I definitely goodness. think he's Serial Pharrell because he's been following Arya since the beginning. As long as he's not freaking Peter Baelish. Peter Baelish, <laughs> if he comes back, I'm turning off the show. That'll <laughs> dude, be ridiculous. That, that's freaking sleaze balls. <laughs> he, he, that was such a good ending for him. There was no yeah. one saw him coming. I think that's the best facial reaction, by the way, in the show. When when he got his throat slit. No, when Sasa says. And how do you plead to these crimes, Lord Baelish? Oh. And it oh, turns yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah. He's got like yeah. the Ricky shocked face when Ricky learns that uh, <laughs> Trinity's, <laughs> Jacob impregnates Trinity. <laughs> it's the same face. What a, what a crossover. It's a great face. It kills me every time. Uh, but back to your point, though, with uh, your boy Gendry and uh, Arya. What do you think about the new weapon? I I Did you happen to go back and pause it? I, I didn't look I, at the... I, didn't I put up a sh- picture. Oh, yeah. so it looked like it detached somehow? Yes. Like I saw I was, it I'm looking at it right quickly. now. It looks like a spear kind of thing, but it detaches. Yeah. And there's a word on it. I can't see what the word is. Mm-hmm. 
but it looks like it could be double-sided as well. But it looks oh. like it screws on. So I think I'm thinking it's going to be a, when I was looking at this picture, my first thought was a trap weapon made mm. for Cersei because like the top's going to come off or whatever and then they're going to think she's vulnerable and somehow something underneath it solves it. Huh. Yeah, I I didn't know what to make of it, but I would say she's in the running now to kill the Night King because of this little thing, I feel you like. You think though you think that her focus is already off of her list? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. She really really loved those dragons though. Loved them. Yeah. That was a, that was the first time I think she smiled since the beat first season. Yeah. Maybe, so, but that's a bold prediction. I have no idea, but <laughs> it seems like it before she saw, I, yeah. that was before she saw John. So you think well, I, I, I was under the assumption that it was dragon Oh, it is dragon glass. I'm looking at yeah. it right now. Yeah, that's it, what it has that to be because what's his name? Gendry's making it. So yeah, so why would she I I feel like she's she's thinking White Walkers, not Cersei. But what's dragon the point glass. of the the uh why is it why is it detach? It's gotta be something she, sneaky, right? Maybe she wants to launch it at Viserion. Does she know about that? Probably not. Wait, she, wait, she no, might. she does. Bran, Bran said it. Yeah, but Bran said it to Daenerys, and Arya wasn't there. It was right when they showed up. Oh. Uh, hmm. I mean, she might yeah. know, because that weirdo has been hanging around Winterfell for a bit now. Yeah, he does. He probably told everybody everything. Yeah, uh, that weapon is interesting to me. Yeah, I think that's the biggest the biggest quandary, if that's a real word right now. Mm-hmm. The other weapon we need to talk about, you know what it is. Yep, the old crossbow. Joffrey's crossbow. What What do we think of Bronn? Oh, poor Bronn. I love that guy. They just use him. I mean, it's his fault because he just goes for the money every time. But Yeah, I don't... There's talk of Bronn going dark, going to the bad side. I, I really don't think he, he has a side. He just wants money, sex, and booze. Yeah, sellsword, man. He's a great sellsword. But he's I been mean, getting more and more emotional. Because, yeah. I mean, think about it. Last season when they're... The dragons first attacked Jamie and his boys. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to go to that. Right, right, right. Whatever that big thing was, that big bow. So, for the listeners and for me, what exactly was Cersei's request? To kill Jamie and Tyrion with the crossbow? Yes. She said, I don't know the exact words, but she said something about killing her brothers because they're, they're traitors. That's definitely okay. paraf- paraphrase, but I remember traitors and brothers. Now, I don't know I if it re- meant both or one, but... I really think there's a 0% chance he'll do that. I, I think really he's, he's got to kill one of them. I don't Dude, think it's Game of Thrones. Of That's the thing. Everyone's getting too soft. I... Yeah, I it's know. We're, we're all getting way too attached to Way too soft, man. Jon Snow and Daenerys are breaking all. us down, warming our hearts, and you know what they do to us. Dude, I feel like Bronn is loyal to both of them. Is he, though? He's still in King's Landing. Why wouldn't he be with Jamie? Yeah, that's true. That's he just true. wants his castle, man. I don't know. He's so tough to read. He, he's, a, he's a great character. I love I, I, At this moment, I have full faith in Bronn. I think, I think he's going to stay on the right side of things through the end of the, the series. I really do. If I have to make a prediction right now, I say he's killing Tyrion. Wow, that would hurt me to my mm-hmm. core. Yep. Oh, it hurt all of us, man. We all love Tyrion, but that oh. would be the best scene, would it not? It would hurt. Because Tyrion me. killed 
maybe it's not maybe it's not Braun, but maybe he brings the crossbow. Kane end up doing it, and then someone I, else significantly I can team shoots getting Tyrion. killed by someone. He probably deserves it. But if Braun is the one to do it, no, actually, if Podrick is the one to do it, that would just be a puddle. <laughs> was Podrick in puddle. the first episode? I don't think so. Oh, I saw. I at first I didn't think Brienne was in it, but she she had a little cameo. She was right oh, behind. Really? Yeah, she was right behind Sansa when they first met Daenerys. I saw it the uh, second time, but I didn't see Pod. Uh, you know, you know who we saw a lot of. Who's that? A wheelchair boy, <laughs> just, just <laughs> everywhere. Dude, weirdest kid I know. We're best friends. He's just so weird. I, I don't know if everybody else watching this. I know we have at least six listeners, and four of you guys watch the show. I don't know if you guys audibly laughed every time he showed up out of nowhere but we certainly did we were dying because <laughs> people wouldn't even be doing anything it's not like they were sneaking around like what someone was just looking over the balcony and they just looked down and bronze just staring at him and he was always in like the same spot just just sitting there he, he I got don't stuck think that, in the mud and no one pushed him i don't think that wheelchair can move i think it's just <laughs> a, a chair with fake wheels <laughs> well he's in the mud i'm pretty sure too <laughs> yeah, like, there's no be, way freaking i can't be very mobile yeah there's no way Winterfell has a uh, wheelchair access. If you have not looked up the the brand memes yet on Twitter, Reddit, or whatever, just do yourself a favor because oh, they're all crying, laughing, outrageously funny. Some people killed it, man. That yeah. and uh, how uh, some people were describing, especially women were describing Euron, because oh, Cersei yeah. said that awesome line that the crusty old man comes up. <laughs> Euron. Yep. Oh, uh, so the last thing we need to touch on was the fact that I didn't pick up on you picked this up quickly and apparently said it to my face. I did right to your eyes. It was kind of like I, between you and our buddy Nathan, but I'm pretty sure we made eye contact like Brand does with a lot of people. And uh, I didn't pick up on it when you said it. I didn't pick mm. up it during the show. I didn't during and, the show either. I can't take credit and, for that. It was definitely after the show. The next morning, it just hit me like a ton of bricks <laughs> that when. Bran said, I'm waiting for an old friend. He was talking about Jamie Lannister. And that was the the old showdown we saw in the very final sequence of the uh, show. I could see you, for some reason, I just saw you waking up in a cold sweat right in the morning. <laughs> just like standing up like, was that in, <gasps> Kendra, in a Home Alone when the mom realizes she forgets her kid? Yeah. I just said, Jamie! Jamie! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty I much. think, th- yeah, I, I, that's what I've. Visualize, but I definitely think that was either the best or second best part of this episode. Was the old uh, brand Jamie dynamic? What would be the first one? Oh, Daenerys Sansa is going to be awesome. Oh yeah, I think that's going to be that. dope for sure. Um, but, uh, so, well, the one other thing we need to touch on uh, to go back a little bit, I forgot to put it on our sheet, but the uh, killer line, Tormund's line, when Ed. Edison <laughs> said, "Stand back! His eyes are blue." <laughs> Tormund's. They've always been blue. They've always been blue. Those words, they they were hanging around with each other for like months or years. Yeah. Those two. And how did they yeah. not realize that first? Yeah, that was that was some great comic relief. Oh, that was great. Uh, I thought it was way earlier in the episode too than our rewatching. It was like towards the end. Oh, I think that was the sec. I think that was right before they went back to Winterfell and Bran was mm-hmm. on everybody. Yeah, it was. Bran. Yeah. And if you're interested in memes, the second best meme is the ones of Ned Umber. <laughs> there's no one memes where they goes no one and then random kid on wall, just someone screaming. Yeah. They say uh, apparently that I didn't realize that the spiral was like 
the White Walkers like symbol. Yes. I didn't know that. And, and apparently that's going to be like a huge, huge deal coming up. Yes. I'm actually really glad you brought that up because that was my last point on my list was the Targaryen logo is mm-hmm. actually very similar to the White Walker logo that was made with Ned Umber. Ooh, uh, if you look it up, if you look it up, the I dragons is a three-headed dragon. We only have two heads right now. There's a three-headed well, dragon and their tails. The first thing that popped up on Google was Targaryen symbol and White Walker symbol. Yep. Their well, tails are in a spiral around the dragon. I mean, I was reading on it and it. a lot of people are saying it's it, it's not going to happen, but there is a theory that the Night King is a Targaryen. Wow, I've heard the most common theory I've heard is that the Night King is a Stark. Oh, see, I just saw that one for the first time today. Do you know any reason why? I the only reason uh, I know why I read is because the Targaryens weren't around when the White Walker, when the Night King was created. The White Walkers. No, I, I don't know. I've always been under the. I've always had this hidden theory that you know that. I believe it's it's dead now. The White that had the really long white hair. I always. Yes. I, I think I never it was like the, it was like the very first like white like animated white. Okay. Uh, I always said that that was Ned Stark, but that was just a crazy assumption <laughs> because nowhere. Ned Stark doesn't have a head. So <laughs> yeah. hey, you tough, never know with those guys, man. Tough prediction, but very tough prediction. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah dude, those because uh, they were yeah. I think the Targaryen logo it could come and play. I don't think it will, but yeah, just keep your eye out for that one. He might be a Targaryen. Yeah. So. That's uh, much quick, it. What do we think is going to happen with with Bran and Jamie? That's that's why I love it. It's the second one. I don't know. I don't think any. I don't think it's going to be any revenge. I think he knows Jamie plays a key role in this. What about you? I actually agree with that a hundred percent. I think. Yeah. I think Bran actually might even kind of like Jamie because of what he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's because seen it, everything he's done so far. Right. True. True. So he knows he's he does he has done some good stuff. Uh, favorite huh. character. After seeing episode one, does that affect your characters at all? Ooh, I don't even know if I have a favorite character in general. I've mm. I've always been a huge Podrick guy, but he's obviously okay. a, a big. A well, side that's your favorite character. side character. Yeah, I like that. Um, I don't know. I I I think it's probably Bron. Oh wow! And all I think right. I mixed up Bran and Bron there. So just to clarify, not Bran. That the weirdo. <laughs> not the weirdo. Bron. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Uh, I also a, really like Grey Worm. Really? Oh yeah. See, he's getting soft on me too, man. He's get falling in love with what's you her just, name, Sindri, or something you just like that. Don't like people falling in love, huh? That's not what this show's about. War. <laughs> uh, we don't want love. My boys, yeah. Sir Davos. He's got. The, he's playing the best Game of Thrones so far. You love. Is he your favorite character? Hundred percent. No yeah, one's even close to Sir Davos. I mean, it, the, the show's Game of Thrones, and he's been next to the throne. Almost every time. All right, so that's another point, real quick. Yep. The people that say there's not going to be a throne at the end, or no one's going to win the throne, mm-hmm. the the show is called Game of Thrones. Like, that's true. Yes, that's, that's the whole point of the show. That's very. I, that, I was one of those people, but you might have just changed my mind. <laughs> I didn't even think <laughs> Sorry. of that. You're fine. No, <laughs> I was thinking there's definitely a my the whole thinking was leaning towards there wouldn't be a. A winner, and it's going to be a few survivors. It's going to be like the first men, but they had a fight. Now that would be a cool ending, though. That's what I think it's going to be like. Where like it's that just would be a cool ending. Yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, I guess it's not called <clears throat> Throne Winner. It's called the Game of Thrones. So we're watching the game. Yeah, you can make arguments both ways. True. 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 All right, I think that wraps it up. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, Theon's back. 
That's it. I, I, I'm people hate Theon. I, I feel so bad for the guy. Yeah, I, I mean, you got you can't blame him for tragic, the decisions he's made. Tragic, Besides tragic early on character. burning those farm kids. Other than that, oh my god, I would have jumped ship so fast in his position. Oh yeah, versus what you're are you on? supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. What are you supposed to do? You just big time. Throw one punch and then just get killed immediately. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, give one prediction to the people for season eight. Uh, Besides your Gendry Aria. My boldest prediction of the series is Jon Snow kills Bran Stark. So Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a good one. I think I actually think Bran might tell him to do so uh in order to save people. So mm. that's uh that's my bold prediction. I like that one. Um I'm gonna go with it's not the boldest, but I'm gonna go with I've been thinking it for a while, Uncle Benjamin's back. He's alive. The guy never dies. The guy does never die. The guy does not die. Uncle Benjamin will be back, folks. I like it. Uh, Daryl might be joining us for the next throne talk. That'd be huge. Uh, he just texted me today. He said, oh, breaking news. Daryl said, Game of Thrones news is that I finished season six and I can finally say that I am all in. Yep. Season six, episode 10 might be my favorite episode yet. So, is that Battle of the Bastards? No, I believe that's the one where I I'd have to look this up, but I think this is the one. That's the one where Cersei blows up the the sept and Tommen oh, kills himself. I yep. think. I think, I think, I think. But so Daryl's all in. He's he's just finished season six. So if we can get him to finish season seven, watch episode one. By next recording, we'll have another talk of Thrones next week. Yes, send so, him uh, encouragement, encouraging tweets, your yes. support. Root on Daryl, but do not spoil anything for him, please. He can't go on Twitter. I mean... Oh, I told him that yes last night. I'm like, Daryl, Twitter is a freaking minefield. Yeah, it's a mess. There's an, He should stay off social media for a week. Yeah. For yeah. sure. He did have... He said he had one spoiler, and uh, he told me he said he saw John and Khaleesi kissing. Oh, that's not... That's, that's not that bad. You could expect that, yeah. All right. I think that's it. Viva Braun. What's dead may never die. What's dead may never die. All right, hopefully everybody's back that stopped listening uh, to avoid spoilers. Um, we appreciate everybody for listening. Hopefully you did come back and check this out because we have a uh, special announcement. Um, Ooh. Final results for the March Madness are in. Mm-hmm. Does anybody have those handy? Uh, I do. Okay, Pitos, let them have it. We got the winner with five total points. Mr. Purcell. Congratulations, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. It was a pleasure. Coming in second, because he did the final counting of all the scores, is Mr. Pitos. Nice work. Nice oh, with, work. Uh, he, he has two. He's got two. Two points. Okay. And third. Tied at two. And coming in third is Mr. Daryl. Oh... So that means for a first time, he will be embracing the punishment, Mr. PC himself. Can I get a recount or is it over? (laughs) It's over, Over. 
And you know what the best Sorry, part about your, your punishment is? It's very nice. Like, you guys aren't going to make me do anything too terrible. Uh, you don't technically have to do anything. It's true. It's very true. Because you're already being punished as we speak, and you just don't know it. How do you feel about that? That's kind of scary. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> he was thinking. He froze up. We got you, you little son of a gun. Are you, like, watching me right now? You will never know no. until we'll release it, and then you'll know. When, I almost when just said a Game of Thrones spoiler. Is that, is that random, too? Um. Yes. We will. Good luck. We will alert you when it is released. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wrap it up. All right. Pitos. Socials. At PPDcast on Twitter. Postponedpod at gmail dot com for our email. And since Mister Daryl isn't here, it's postponedpod on Instagram. That is correct. Also, we're on Chirp. Nobody seems to show me love on my Chirp game. I love the Chirps. Besides all the random people that like our Chirps. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening. Send in those questions. Uh, we'll have a full episode next week. Full cast, normal format. We'll get back to our roots. So, uh, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, I am Pascal. I'm Pitos. And I'm Chow. And this has been Postponed. Till next time.